Hello and welcome to the next edition of this Harrington Star podcast. Whether it's Fintech Focus TV you're listening to or our diversity and inclusion specials, we hope you're enjoying the shows and please do subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Tech podcast series. We're here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the walk for change across the entire industry. We're really lucky today because we are joined by Rama Javid, the Director of Engineering at Deliveroo. She's a graduate of Computer Engineering from the University of Toronto. She's worked for some major giants, IBM, Microsoft, just to name two. (laughs) And she's an avid public speaker. She's here today to share her story. So Rama, welcome. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, It would be lovely if you could start off by telling us a bit about your background. For sure. Uh, so yeah, from the start, um, I was actually born in Pakistan, um, and I stayed there till I was nine. Uh, and then my family immigrated to Canada. Uh, so everything after that for me, um, I was raised in Toronto. Um, went to school there, high school there, went to university there. Um, and right after graduation, I ended up going to Microsoft in Seattle. Um, and I was there for like a few years uh, and you know it was a nice environment I enjoyed it Um, but being from a tech background I think it was just very interesting um, to try and go ahead and try the Silicon Valley Uh, so I moved over to California um, but I think it's it's also about like a different mindset and a perspective that someone has Um, I, I, I was so much fixated on the Microsoft for well, not for life, but, you know, when you go to Seattle and you work for Microsoft, like, you know, there's a big element of pride there. Um, and average 10 years, there are easily 10 years and 15 years. Wow. Um, so the, you know, the psyche that we have now, which is, you know, every stint is going to be about two to four years, like that for some of the bigger companies, like that's still not true. And it was definitely not true, like, you know, at that point um, when I was still at Microsoft. Uh, so, yeah, when I moved to California, I ended up um, switching into a different group, but I was still with the company. Um, so I was there with Bing, um, and I was there for roughly about a year and a half. Um, and then after that, naturally, I was like, I really want to start into the startup space um, and then to see what all um, kind of like the hoo-ha is about. <laughs> yeah. um, and and I, I think, you know, for me at that point, like, you know, there were different startups in different spaces. I started with a fintech startup called Wealthfront. Um, and at that point, fintech was coming up quite a lot, um, especially in the Valley. Um, I, I know fintech is quite big in London because finance is so big in London. Um, but that's probably the finance element of it. Um, and yeah, so I ended up um, starting at Wealthfront. Um, and, and that's where I was able to, I think, really accelerate my career um, and really grow with the rest of the company. Um, I led the financial services area. So um, I led two core products there. One of them was a 529 college savings plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so the college savings plan is, I'm not sure if there's an equivalent to that here probably. Um, yeah. So it's effectively what it is. It's an investment plan. Um, and parents, grandparents, me, anyone, um, you can basically invest money for a specific person's college education. And all the um, investment appreciation that you gain for it, uh, you don't have to pay a tax on it as long as you use for college-related. Oh, yeah, really nice. uh, and so relevant. For, so uh, relevant for the states. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I again, I went to college in Canada, and you know, and and I think that's one thing I'd always like to say. Like Canada has done a relatively like decent job in terms of like putting people through mm-hmm. college. Um, there's a large like even again like you know if you cannot afford it like there's a good program around bursaries around scholarships. There's just like you know, student loans and stuff. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, I think if you want to go to a top college in the States, you have to shell out like easily like 60, 70 K per year. And that's not very achievable by most people. Um, and, and the college costs are only growing. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think personally for me, just like working on that product um, and leading that was just um, it gave me a lot of personal satisfaction. Yeah, uh, like giving something back. Exactly. Especially having done, done your own degree. Ex- exactly. Um, yeah, and then I led another um, sort of investment product there. Uh, yeah, I was there for, um, you know, like about four years. Uh, and then after that, I... I mean, I, I think at that point I'd lived in about like four different cities. Um, my life was, had been like roughly divided between um, the States, Canada and, and Pakistan. Um, so I just wanted a different experience um, and I just didn't want to stop there. Uh, so and, and London had been a favorite because uh, I'd visited a few times. And I think the whole European culture for me is just very different, right? Like I had a very um, decent grasp on like the North American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was just a lot of just wanderlust. Um, and I ended up like just coming here and moving. Um, and you know, I got connected to a few people. Um, I heard about Deliveroo, and for me, that was a very interesting and a very exciting opportunity. Um, so yeah, it all worked out. I've been here for eighteen months. Yeah, well, well, it's great to have you. Um, so tell us about this new challenge and, and actually what made you decide that's it, I'm joining Deliveroo. Because what a change from your previous yeah, like, yeah. startup. Um, so I think, so like I mentioned, like previously I was working at a fintech startup. Mm. Um, and so coming here, um, I, I just enjoy actually being in different set of industries, like obviously being aligned to tech, but being in different set of things. You know, at Microsoft, it was about building like, you know, operating systems, those product or a search engine um, and then going to the finance space. Um, so I just wanted to experiment with something else. So I remember coming here, um, just deciding that I, I really don't want to go for another fintech startup again. Um, and I'd like to leverage my experience that I have and apply to a different place and gain mm-hmm. another perspective. Um, yeah, so I think uh, the thing that really got me excited about Deliveroo was just uh, the opportunity that we have, right? Food tech in the last few years has really come up. I think like, you know, there's a very big um, shift in all of our eating patterns and eating behaviors um, and very much from like an offline mode, like, you know, no one really, except maybe if it's Domino's, no one really calls up, you know, someone to go like, I need this delivered. Like people want an instant uh, platform and they want everything on that platform. So more like a marketplace. Mm. Um, So I think the food tech industry had picked up quite a bit. Um, And then I think just the opportunity and challenges that we have at Deliveroo, I think that was probably like the selling point for me. Yeah, we are. We we, we just look at things so differently now. Like myself using the Deliveroo app, I'm so demanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know exactly where that driver is, exactly like if they're around the corner. And I watch them know if that's not my front door, you're, yeah, you're on the wrong yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, what, what route are you taking? That's the inefficient route, yeah, don't yeah. take that. No, yeah, get yeah, quicker. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy because it was only a few years ago where it was still picking up the phone, calling, and then you'd have no idea where your where your food was. So yeah, yeah. Incredible what tech's done to change that, exactly. that space. Yeah, and I think it also gives a lot of people time. So like, you know, if you're, for example, like a working mom and like, you know, you work a full day job and then you have to come home mm-hmm. and like, you know, cook food, you know, now you have potentially another option to go by, right? Um, and I think, you know, there's been a strong push about pushing out like healthy and like, you know, daily eating options. So, you know, you don't have a before and an after picture after, you know, you've used the platform. Um, and, yeah. and I think, you know, that's kind of like where it's really helped us as a society. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think like the flexibility that it offers, I think that's something that I really yeah. appreciate. So what have been uh, your biggest uh, challenges since joining Deliveroo? 
Um, okay. Uh, I was a bit about your role as well. Like it's a big role, director of engineering. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I lead, so delivery, like I mentioned, it's a three-sided marketplace. So you have your consumers, um, that would be all of us, you know, ordering from the platform. You have your writers um, that are actually doing the deliveries. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have your restaurants that are like the key part, like, you know, that's who you order from. Um, and each of these three players are very um, crucial for this entire marketplace to work. Um, so I lead the restaurants tech group um, and um, from an engineering side. And I am like, you know, our team is basically responsible for building tech for the 85,000 restaurants that we have on our platform. Mm-hmm. And these restaurants range from like, you know, like the big chains, like, you know, like a McDonald's or a KFC, um, all the way down to, you know, your local shop that would not, ha- no one would have heard of outside of the neighborhood. Um, and I, I think, you know, in terms of like my role, like I lead four teams right now. Um, and it's a mix, like, you know, it's a lot management heavy. Um, there's a lot of like um, product and strategy and vision and roadmap. Um, and then it's also just about like, you know, just thinking about the future, right? Like, you know, where we are right now and where can we actually go uh, forward and stuff. Um, in terms of the challenges that I've had, I think, um, you know, like anyone else probably in any tech job, like hiring is a big challenge and hiring the right set of talent. Yeah, you do know you're in the right Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, I think hiring just like, you know, good quality talent and yeah. stuff. Um, I, I think another challenge is also just the fact that you're in such a competitive market space. Um, so there's a lot going on. And while that's exciting, like sometimes that can be like, wow, you have a lot to keep up with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so your rate of learning is just, you know, exponential. Um, and I think that's a twofold thing. It's both a challenge, but it's both like, you know, a perk of mm-hmm. like that. That's what I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and I think lastly, it's about like just people. Um, just dealing with so many different people and like, you know, working, learning the ways of working and setting up ways of working with each of these people. Like Deliveroo's grown really fast. Um, you know, my like engineering group is like more than 30 people. Um, so being able to like, A, understands everyone's like, you know, personal motivations and career motivations and career challenges and career goals um, and aligning that to the company's goals um, and making sure that it's like effectively like a profitable proposition for both sides. Um, so yeah, those would be wow. There's lots there. <laughs> yeah, like, loads of challenges. Really yeah. exciting. It sounds like big opportunities as well. Yeah, like, I love hearing about challenges when actually they're like opportunities. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I think if these challenges didn't exist, I don't think I'd be really excited about a joining yeah. Deliveroo and b coming into my job day to day. Yeah, yeah, it's what I get really excited about hearing about it and sharing it on on a platform like this for other people to hear. So another thing I get excited about is how quick the the tech world is changing. Mm -hmm. And and I wanted just to hear your thoughts on on what you'd say to newcomers to the industry nowadays. Yeah, um, I think what I would say is like, there's a lot of stuff happening. It's very exciting. Um, And there's a lot of good stuff happening, you know? Um, You know, that was like a Google thing several years ago. It's like, you know, do no evil. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, sometimes there's like a little bit of a specific image or a persona that's created around a tech person. And people feel like, well, if I don't fit into that, then I'm not gonna be able to fit into the tech culture. Um, I mean, I think the whole diversity and inclusion space really allows people of very different backgrounds to come in um, and and contribute to that space. Um, I think in terms of like, you know, the interesting stuff, like all these things that are coming around ML, NLP, neural networks, um, you know, in in my days, like, you know, that's almost like a specialization that you have to do later on. Um, I think as we go forward, like that's going to become like just something that is just expected of every like, you know, person going through an undergrad, right? Um, You are going to get a bit of flavor of that. Uh, And then I think lastly, the other thing is like, it's no longer about like, you know, building 
you know, the social network or building a messaging app or that. There's like basically almost every industry you can tie some aspect of tech to it uh, to make it more efficient um, and, and to make it basically to optimize it. So, you know, working in fintech, then food tech, um, med medical tech is coming up a lot, right? Because there's so much inconsistency, there's so much of an overhead that you can really make a change there with tech. Logistics tech, um, law tech, like there's just like, you know, you, it's totally fine for you to have a different incline um, and still be, have like, you know, some, and have a tech background um, and, and feel that you have the opportunity to make a change in that space, so. I completely agree with you. So we work with a lot of healthcare tech companies, especially the, the newcomers to the industry, yeah. and they are so exciting, and they come from somewhere good as well. Exactly. Wanting, there's reasons behind why, why they've started up, and yeah. what they want to do to revolutionise the industry of healthcare, which we all know in, in this country in particular, there's loads of opportunity for it to improve. Exactly. Um, so I completely agree with you, there's so many different avenues, aren't there? Exactly. And you touched upon there just how, how much things have changed in tech mm. with regards to diversity and inclusion. I wanted you to share your thoughts um, on that because at the moment we, we spoke earlier in the industry there's there's so much talk about yeah. how we can improve diversity and inclusion within the industry um, and there, there's a disparity between the talk and actually what's getting done mm -hmm. and I wanted to hear from you about what you think is getting done and what you think should be getting done. Yeah, um, so I think something that I've noticed across the board is that in the last few years, there's a high degree of awareness on you know diversity and inclusion topics. Um, you know, people have made like almost like a conscious effort to go like, we need to think about this, we need to do something about it. Um, now, whether that's happening happening on each of these different avenues, like I I, I don't think that is the case right now, unfortunately. Um, but I think you know the the first step to towards solving any problem is the awareness aspect of it. It's the acceptance or the realization of it. Um, and in terms of like you know. Um, I, again, I think another thing I want to say about diversity is like the moment someone says diversity and if you talk about in tech, your first reaction to that is like, oh, a woman, oh, maybe someone with color. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, th that please don't stop there. Like, you know, that is not yeah, the only diversity, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all trying to achieve effectively diversity of thought, right? Diversity of perspective, diversity of opinions, because we feel that collectively, like we can come towards a better decision mm -hmm. um, because we you know, looked at it from various different angles. And so like, I think the other part of diversity is also about like, people coming from like different backgrounds, different socioeconomic backgrounds, um, and also just understanding and realizing that for a specific job, there's not one path that's gonna get you to that job, right? Um, you know, so, so many people are coming in tech today without any formal level of like college education. Um, and, and, and you know, they're, they're just brilliant. And like a lot of the bigger tech companies are also now like removing that requirement themselves. Um, <clears throat> and in terms of like, again, I think there's a lot more awareness. So, you know, I've given talks in schools um, you know, to young girls and like, you know, to, to people of like underprivileged backgrounds. Um, and yes, that's a great step because again, back in my day, that didn't even used to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I, like, I mean, I should tell you, like I ended up going to computer engineering, like almost by fluke. Um, oh, yeah, tell us that yeah. story. Oh. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think I wanted to do medicine my entire life. Um, I don't think I could quite fit that, but I guess like maybe coming from a South Asian background, like, you know, it's like, it's it, it's really weird, but like, you know, if you're a guy, you tend to think like, oh, I'll go in the, I'll be an engineer or I'll be like, you know, someone along those fields, right? And if you're a doctor, then you don't think about, and if you're a girl or a woman, you don't think about like engineers so much, right? Because you're like, oh, no, that is such a, it's almost like a bro field, like, you know, it's, it's not for women or it's not for girls. Um, and, and so I never gave it a thought. 
but I had like a very strong incline towards math and analytical thinking and like physics and all those set of subjects, right? Like biology was not a subject um, that I particularly enjoyed. Um, even though I would feel that in high school you get like almost like a very like small hint towards like what is the actual thing. But whatever I got of it, I was like, hmm, that's just not something yeah. that's a good fit for me. Um, and so yeah, like I applied to two colleges for medicine and um, just one for engineering because I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get into the first two. Um, so why waste the third one? Let's just try something else. Um, oh, and God, you did, yeah, huh? and I didn't even know which engineering, so I ended up just choosing electrical engineering um, through like you know some like family guidance and stuff. But I had no idea, and I was actually really lucky that electrical and computer is joined in a lot of different universities. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of overlap. Um, and then I got like you know it was almost like oh this is what it is. Um, I, I remember like you know before going into any of those programs like my view of a programmer was just someone sitting down in a basement looking at like a dark screen with like you know green text on it. <laughs> yeah. Very naive, very like you know um, j just completely like unaware. Um, but then you know to get into it and you're like oh wow this is really interesting and like also oh wow why didn't I get started on this before right why didn't anyone tell you about why like, exactly this is this is why I want people listening to this podcast like please listen to what Ram is saying like it's not it's not what what it, what the picture's been painted as exactly yeah. Um, yeah so I think you know that that was kind of like my story but like the more awareness we can do at the grassroots level like that's very important but another very important thing is like how many women do you actually support and promote to the top, right? Because we all, at the end of the day, want role models, right? And, you know, some women who's, like, you know, done, like, really well and gotten to, like, a senior level or, like, a management level, like, that's great. But, like, who are the stories that, like, you know, people do get inspired by, right? Like, you know, these are, like, you know, your Zuckerbergs and your Jobs and your Gates and all that. And none of them, sadly, are different from a white male profile today, right? Um, and we're getting more there. We're getting more diversity in that space. Um, but you do effectively need to see women at the top. Yeah. Um, and you need to see women um, who have a career, like, you know, who have, you know, not just a career, who have other responsibilities as well. So, yeah. Well, I've got to say, I think that this story has been very inspirational. Mm -hmm. So we should be putting you up there as well. So yeah. on to my last question. What's the next? What's next on the horizon for you? Uh, that's an exciting question. Um, to be honest, like I think right now I am so passionate about what I'm doing with Deliveroo right now. Yeah. Um, and I think there's there's still ways to go there. Like, you know, I, I still think like, you know, there's a lot that we can accomplish and, and the opportunity is still there for us to seize. Um, so yeah, I think for me it'd be about like, you know, getting more and like, you know, becoming, um, helping my team, you know, and, and the rest of Deliveroo become more successful and achieve its goals. Um, and then after that, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty open. Like, you know, as you can see, I've lived in different places, yeah. worked at very, like, sort of, like, you know, different sort of industries. So I'd like to try something different. I, I would, like, if yeah. I can predict for myself, like, I think it'd be something probably very different from, like, food tech and the industry yeah. I'm in right now. Yeah. Well, I've got to say, I think that's been a great story to share. Um, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. And I think that you've shared so many different insights that I think will really help the audience in terms of what their choices are going to be moving forward in, in their careers, but also to, to highlight the environment down there at Deliveroo and the yeah. challenges and the very exciting opportunities that yeah. are down there. So they're hiring. Sorry. Yeah, and they're, and they're hiring. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today on the Women in Tech podcast series. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And anyone that wants to get in touch with Rama, I will tag her to this post. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much.